Welcome to the Evolve with Nicolette podcast. I'm Nicolette. I'm a small business owner, wife, and mom. As I'm on my own journey of healing through this process, I've been inspired to encourage a healthy, positive mindset for women and men everywhere. Here, as you will hear my own journey of growth, I will also feature people that are inspiring their communities through health, wellness, and business. I am so excited and so extremely grateful you've decided to press play today. Now let's get started. popping y'all welcome back i'm so excited that you are here today with me um it has been so real this week's episode is going to be about bad bitch boundaries whether you're in a relationship whether you're not and being single and even establishing boundaries for yourself is essential for laying a good foundation for a thriving relationship. I wanted to go over some mom life things first and some housekeeping also. So this weekend, my son, my youngest, my baby turned five. We have been celebrating a couple of birthdays in the last couple of weeks. So my oldest turned 10, like two, three weeks ago. And now my youngest baby turning five. He is a hot mess because my oldest son had like a full on out like drive by, you know, pandemic COVID social distancing type party, not even a party. It literally was the cutest thing where we had a bunch of our family members come decorate their cars, drive by, say hello real fast, and then just drop off some presents for my son. So he could still feel the love for his 10th birthday. Um, So we were thinking that my youngest was going to love all the attention and all the, all the honking, all the celebrating, but he was not into it so when we asked him like Sonny what do you want to do for your birthday are you excited for a drive-by and he was like no a drive-by is boring I want to go to Palm Springs and I want to have a Travis Scott cake (laughs) like what is this kid he is literally teenager in a five-year-old's body but we did we did do uh we did try to do a a COVID safe uh trip to Palm Springs they did all the things I felt so safe there uh we went to the Marriott Shadow Ridge enclaves in Palm Desert and that is really one of our favorite places it is so kid-friendly unfortunately because of COVID the only thing that is open right now is the pools so we at least we got to enjoy that and just kind of get away for a little bit um, so, so yeah, and I just feel like it's, uh, it's just crazy because, you know, like my youngest isn't a baby anymore. Like he's a big boy going to school, doing big boy things, talking like a big boy. And it does make me kind of sad and makes me wonder, uh, if I want to have another one, but I have so much on my plate. I can imagine getting pregnant and doing all the things again. And in a pandemic. So shout out to all of y'all who are having babies right now. I feel for you guys for sure. One of the things that like led me to this topic for this week, my husband and I, you know, we've been together since 2008. So let me do the math really fast. And we have been together for 13 years. Oh my gosh. Oh, this is our 13th year. Lucky 13. We have been married for seven of those years. I have to do the math. I'm terrible at this. But 
we had experienced some, we had a disagreement and my husband always likes calling it like passionate conversations. He does not like to say that we are arguing. We have, and I'm, and the reason why I'm sharing is because I'm very proud of ourselves and how we got through this last disagreement because being that we're both Virgos, that we're both alphas, we are both leaders and lions, like it can get turned in here. We have been through it and be, and it's really because like our foundation, like even though my parents are, you know, married and they have an awesome relationship and whatever it may be. Um, and then him coming from a broken home, um, you know, his parents being divorced and having a very volatile relationship. It is, there are things that we did not, um, grow up with like, you know, proper coping skills, proper ways of how to communicate and we've had to learn and grow and re-raise ourselves as we are with each other and experiencing each other and it's very it is very uh hard like that is challenging as you're trying to nurture a relationship and trying to unlearn a lot of things heal past traumas as you are trying to grow and nourish a relationship and not just a relationship but a marriage so for me what I feel that was very successful for us and what we really did in the beginning was establish boundaries and to have those uh, boundaries evolve over time, right? So, because we grow and I'm not, you know, he met me when I was 21, he was 27, so I'm not the same 21-year-old. I am so much, I've grown so much. I'm not saying that I'm better than I was, but yeah, I think I'm healing wise. I've, I've experienced so much growth and my priorities have changed. One of those priorities is myself and my peace. Actually having the courage to put that in the forefront. I cannot give from an empty cup and I have to fill my cup up first before I could pour onto others. That is others, meaning my marriage my kids, my parents, my brother, my family, you know what I'm saying? My projects and all those things. Those are things that I, I am uh, responsible for. So as a bad bitch, I learned from failed relationships as I have covered in my fuck boys and realizing my self-worth episode that a bad bitch establishes boundaries, has grace, not just for herself, but for her partner to learn and unlearn those things and giving them the space to do so. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I am definitely not a therapist. I am not a couples counselor. Like this is just something that I have, you know, wisdom that I have received through past relationships, through my own personal growth, and now in my marriage. Um, and we are not perfect whatsoever. So I do not want this to be like, oh, she's so perfect, uh, high and mighty, whatever it may be. No, there's just some things that I know that work. And I have seen from like either couples around me or, you know, things that I've seen on TV, recurring problems that just our generation or that couples in general keep on re-experiencing because their lack of boundaries or lack of establishing and communication and communicating those things. Right. So for me, and being a bad bitch that I am, and my husband being the king that he is, this was something that we have, I felt like, especially with this past uh, disagreement, I'm so glad that we are now here, and I can proudly say that, like, ooh, 
we're finally getting somewhere or like we're showing progress or at least showing maturity in our marriage. And I'm proud of us for that. And I feel like it is my duty as your prima, as your cousin, as your ate, as your manang or manai. First of all, I'm too old to be a manang, so do not ever call me that. <laughs> for my Filipina panay sisters, okay? I, I feel like this is advice that I would give like my cousin, you know, like this is something that has worked for me and you are here for a reason. So I feel like for you, if you are single, if you're in a relationship, this may or may not help you. So I feel like it is totally necessary that before you get into any relationship, like you definitely have to know, like what are your absolute non-negotiables? These are things that I don't want to ever give myself permission to let go of. Like I have these boundaries for a reason. I'm protecting my peace because of this. And that does not mean that you have to subscribe to that. But that does not mean that I have to let go of what I believe. Okay. And this is what is necessary for me to thrive in this relationship. Because boundaries can be dismissive. And I feel like because a lot of people, it's a popular term right now. Boundaries, setting boundaries, blocking people, whatever that may be. There's a difference between being dismissive and establishing what you will not tolerate. Okay, so that does not mean like, oh, I'm cutting you off and I just don't want to talk to you anymore. Like there's a big difference, especially when you're trying to grow and nurture a relationship. And for me, these are just healthy things to do, not just in a relationship, but in yourself, right? To hold yourself accountable for things. And for me, setting boundaries is so healthy and so needed to grow and to thrive in relationships. But the biggest thing to do that is to communicate these things. A lot of us are at fault for thinking that these things are common sense. Like, oh my God, he should know this already. No, girl. (laughs) Some girls and some guys are dumb. Like, it's not that they're dumb. It's more like about like, they probably weren't taught these things. Or it might just might not seem like actual common sense. Like, these are things that you do have to lead them to water but it's not up to you to force them to drink it's up to them to like drink the kool-aid or not okay as your as your cousin as someone who wants to give you like sound advice this is something that is healthy and very necessary to do so with your partner and you have to see what you're comfortable with and that these it's a way to protect yourself and to protect your peace and to know that these things are different and vary for everybody And boundaries are a healthy thing. It is not something that can be turned into a personal attack or just be such a a vague as a suggestion because no, like uh, boundaries are not a suggestion. These are my non-negotiables. I do not want to ever, ever falter on that with myself. Like, and for you, like it's no, this is not something that we can do. It can never be something that's disrespected. And if it is like, that is something that we have to talk about because I'm not going to be a, someone that just keeps on brushing things under the rug. And that is something I have struggled in my relationship because my husband, and I, like I said, we're alphas, we're both Virgos. It is hard to sometimes be you know, take the backseat sometimes. It's a dance, right? That's a rhythm where, you know, you're going to let go of things. You're not going to let go of some things. You're going to have compassion, have some grace. Like, is this worth it to fight about? Are we going to forget about it? You know, like there's a rhythm and a balance. And I think only you know what that looks like in your own relationship. So for me, you know, non-negotiables in the beginning was that like, 
you have to be comfortable in yourself and not be codependent on me to remind you of your worth. I know how I am. I am strong. I am worthy of love. And I'm ready to give that back, right? And I am not going to tolerate someone being verbally disrespectful. I don't tolerate abuse and I'm definitely not tolerating, you know, physical abuse, all that stuff, right? Like those, to me, those things are common sense. But listen, those are things that like, listen, you have to talk about it. Like, absolutely not. You cannot degrade me. I don't ever want to um, accept name calling in a relationship or whatever it may be. There are trigger words that my husband and I established in the beginning that like, you are not allowed to say this to me. I don't give a fuck what's going on. You will never have the right to call me these things. And if you choose to do so, it is going to be a big, huge problem. Both of, both him and I, in the beginning, have said the things that like, yo, we're not doing this. Like, it is not happening. And listen, there's times where those lines get blurry and you have to remind each other. Like, I said, I don't like it when you do this. And stand in your power and remind them. And let them know, you know, and I'm not saying like it's a way of like not to like cut them off and to be dismissive. It's more like a reminder, like, yo, I always I told you I don't like to talk about this or like I don't like you talking to me like this. Please do not do that again. Right. Because people like I feel like one of the biggest trigger words for me was the word sorry. And that was because of the relationship with my dad. My dad would blow up and like do something, you know, like just not be nice and was just so, so rough with me. And he would constantly tell me sorry, but still keep on doing the same shitty behavior with me. And so the word sorry for me is a trigger because for me, sorry means that you apologize, acknowledge what you did and commit to not doing it again. That is something that we had to practice over and over in my own marriage. And it's something probably that we'll keep on practicing, right? We're going to keep on practicing and reminding each other of the boundaries and what lines of not to cross, but that you establish them in the first place. Now, listen, with growth and as you evolve as a couple, these things can change. New things can be brought up and it is totally okay. But you also have to be willing and have grace for your partner for that growth, right? Because sometimes they're just not, might not be on the same page as you as that. You yourself, you know, like, I feel like you'll know, like, how is your partner going to respond? What is their love language? How do they communicate? My husband breaks down if I am yelling and batshit crazy, he will break, he will shut all the way down, not tolerate that shit and not acknowledging me at all. But if we actually like sit down and like I'm leading him to the water and not necessarily like expecting him to know this, you know, like know these things or, or like read my mind, he reacts well and actually listens. Right. I had to learn that over time because I am a fiery person. I'm someone who is loud and is overdoing it most of the time. Like, uh, he does not respond well to me yelling or barking orders or whatever it may be. So I really had to learn how my husband hears what I'm saying and not just me saying it at him, but actually listens to what I am saying. And listen, there's a lot of times where we test the boundaries, right? Where he has to be reminded a couple times and so do I. And it's that grace for each other in that dance um and to realize like hey this is just at the end of the day about respect truly and it has been a tug and pull lately right because I am really ascending 
But especially when he when we were both struggling in the beginning of the pandemic, especially during lockdown, um, my husband never really had to like deal with like mental health like that before or realize that it was ever an issue. Right. Because there was just no foundation either for the both of us that mental health is something that is real. So we both had to like learn and cope and deal with those things. But luckily that we were we gave the grace to each other to learn and to do so. So I'm just so thankful for that. For single ladies who are listening, when you are in the beginning stages of your relationship, I believe that that is the foundation in a very crucial time. Because when you are, you know clearly what you want or know these things and like expectations of how you would like to be treated and stuff like that. Those things are something that you have to establish in the very beginning because you can lose time, right? Lose track of time and... Especially when like you're accepting of some behaviors in the beginning, but yet all of a sudden a couple years down the line you want to switch it up. That is okay. But I'm just saying like the receptiveness of what that like looks like for your partner, he might not be all the way there yet. It needs to be something that's like worked up on, like a uh, work through um together. And I feel like if you clean and clear know that these are your non negotiables. That is something that is very, very necessary to do in the beginning. And I feel like it's easier when you first start with yourself. What are you not going to allow for yourself to do? What are you not going to allow, you know, the disrespect for yourself? Like, what is what are those things? What does that look like? Because when you start with yourself, you get to unpack and honor the traumas that led you to those beliefs or right or led you to those boundaries. It gives you a better sense of how to explain that to your partner. And I, that's just my opinion. Tell you the truth. Like I like I said, I'm not a licensed therapist. I am not a counselor. Uh, far from it. This is my advice. This is big cousin advice. Uh, you know, Manai advice. Like this is me giving the advice that I wish that I had got from a cousin myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm, I'm going to be that cousin to you that I never had. Right. And, and so, yeah, like, I just feel like it's very necessary. And this is something like as a tribe and as a collective and helping women grow, uh, that I've been called to do. And, um, it's necessary to have these talks and to have a safe space. And that's why I love Magical Mohead Mornings, the room that I run on Clubhouse every morning, Monday through Friday at 8.45 Pacific Standard Time. It, it is a place where it is so safe. And what's so funny is that I've never met any of these women in real life. None of them. But for some reason, I feel very comfortable and very safe to share the most vulnerable things and them with me. Not only do I hold space for them, but they hold space for me. Those are, this is, this is that place that I try to do here on my podcast, on my YouTube, is to have that space for y'all. So I, this is something that we can go on and on and on. And I feel like this will be a reoccurring theme, right? We can revisit this over and over again. But just to set that tone and to remind you that you are a bad bitch and bad bitches set boundaries, not just with their partner, but also themselves. Because boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. Ugh. And I'm just going to leave that there. Uh, boundaries are the backbone to a healthy relationship. 
And healthy does not mean like obnoxiously happy or consistently. Like I'm just saying like that it is the foundation to have a thriving relationship. So whatever that definition of thriving is for you, uh, whether it looks different from your parents or from what you, you know what I mean? Like you are deserving of a healthy relationship. Of not just with a partner, but also with yourself. So this is such a good practice to be reminded of. And I'm just so thankful for this space and to be able to share. Um, If you are called to like get a therapist, especially like a couples counselor or something like that, do that. Those are healthy things. Like those are things that we should normalize as tools in our relationships. And to be quite frank, my husband's never really been ready for that. But I do take the tools that I learned in my own therapy sessions and I present him, I present it in a way that he can receive it, right? Or at least think about it. Um, and this road of my healing journey, like as being a wife, has not been easy. But it's because we're I'm unlearning things, but because I never was in the business of changing how he feels, right? I'm not in the I'm not in charge of his growth. I'm not in charge of like making him see a certain way, he has to decide that, right? He has to want to be on this journey with me. I can't force him to do so. But because I'm leaning into myself and leading by example, it's been able to be encouraging to him to do the same thing for himself, but not for me, but for himself, for his own inner peace. I finally get to say that I at least feel like he has the light turned on and he's working on it. I love him so much for that and I love us and I'm so proud of us and I hope it's something that's encouraging for you to do, you know, if you are in a relationship or want to be in one, that that is something to like, you know, lay the foundation and do those things and I'm just so glad that I have this platform to do so. And hopefully I planted some seeds that are um, useful, good practice or whatever it may be. So if you have any comments, I would love to hear about them. Like slide in my DMs. I'd love to talk to you about it. If it's been like, you know, if it inspired you or like if you want to talk to me about something like that, my DMs are always open on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. So I am just so blessed that I get to be here with y'all. Um, I do want to mention that to and rain, I am accepting orders. It is on the down low. I haven't yet to put out new merch yet, but that drop is coming very, very soon in the next couple of weeks. I've just been trying to get a hold of my YouTube channel and just trying to like produce good quality content uh, because I feel like it is so necessary. And that is my calling is to promote healing and self-healing and leading by example and hopefully planting the seed within you also. Thank you so much. I am so thankful that you have held space for me today and I'm so thankful to have been holding space for you. I hope you have a blessed, blessed day and I will see you guys next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you love what you heard today, please rate and leave a review on iTunes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button to keep the good stuff coming. For more inspiration and what I'm up to, please follow me on Instagram at Evolve Nicolette. Don't forget to tag me in your screenshots of the episodes you're listening to. Also, I do a happy dance every single time I get one and I love them so much. Thanks so much. See you on the next episode.